0: To the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf, golf tips to help you improve your golf
1: game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA Professional Steve Goforth. Hello, and welcome back. To another episode of the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. I am your host, Steve Goforth, PGA Professional at Cross Creek Golf Club. I have a very special guest on this episode, Corporal Chris Nowak, a military and veteran liaison with PGA Hope. He's going to talk about what PGA Hope is all about. This is a phenomenal interview. It's a very special organization that does some absolutely wonderful things. You don't want to miss out on listening to this interview with Corporal Chris Nowak. On the next episode, it's gonna drop on May the 18th. Nick and I will be doing another discussion, and this time we're gonna be talking about shafts. The importance of a shaft in your golf club. It's gonna be a very big deep dive into everything you need to know about shafts. You don't wanna miss this. And thrilled to have Nick back on the show with me, again, on the episode that'll drop on May the 18th. We're also gonna dive into things that are going on on the PGA Tour. And much more. So again, be on the lookout for that episode on May the 18th. Before we jump into this interview I did with Chris, I really want to give a shout out to the members at Cross Creek. We had a phenomenal member-member tournament this past weekend. Thank you to everyone who participated. I think fun was had by all. So again, thank you guys for your support. Looking forward to the club championship that'll take place at our club in late June. But again, thank you guys so much for everyone who played and and everyone should be proud of the effort they put in. And we had beautiful weather, a little bit of a scare there on the final day. We thought we were going to get rained out, but that did not happen, thankfully. A lot of prayers and some fingers and toes crossed. We got through it. So without further ado, let's jump right into episode number 41.
0: Oh, he got all of that one.
1: My guest today on the podcast is Corporal Chris Nowak from the United States Marine. He is a military and veteran liaison for PGA Hope. And you're going to learn more about what PGA Hope is all about. I really encourage you to listen to this interview. If you are a veteran, if you know someone who is a veteran, you absolutely need to listen to this interview that I did with Chris. What PGA Hope does for veterans is that it's designed to introduce golf to veterans with disabilities that's going to enhance their physical, their their mental, their social, and their Emotional well being. And this program is absolutely phenomenal. It'll really tug at your heartstrings. And I'm so proud as a PGA professional to be affiliated with this program. Chris goes on to talk about his military background, how the PGA Hope program has grown, how it started. He gives some success stories of some veterans, and then how you can help with this program as well. The website to PGA Hope is going to be in the show notes. It's pgareach.org, and you'll hear us talk more about that website in this interview. So again, really encourage you to listen to this podcast with Corporal Chris Nowak because you will not be disappointed. So without further ado, let's bring in Chris with PGA Hope. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do this and to, and to visit with me or talk with me. How are you today?
0: Outstanding. How are you, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really, really well. Before we jump into what PGA Hope's all about, first of all, let me thank you for your service to our country. Thank you so much. Oh, it was
0: my honor and my pleasure to serve this great country of
1: ours. Let's jump into a little bit about your military background. Talk to me about that.
0: Sure, uh, I grew up in the military. Uh, my dad was a Korea Vietnam veteran. Uh, moved around a lot as a kid, and uh, myself and my brother knew that uh, we weren't going to go to college. So we were both. Uh, he joined the Air Force, and I, I joined the Marine Corps. I joined. Uh, I was an infantry. So all I wanted to do was just be a grunt and get the true experience of a marine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually uh, joined joined the Marine Corps actually to uh, to to piss my dad off. Um, because uh he, he was dead sent uh against either of his children joining the marines uh he was a navy uh he was a pt boat uh gunner and stuff like that so he uh, had a just didn't want any of his sons joining the marine corps and uh i uh, infantry uh was over in uh, egypt um came back rotated in egypt uh was an instructor uh on a range teaching survival and they had an ammunition mix up in uh End up uh live rounds coming down at me that day. So uh oh, wow. And end up, yeah, losing my leg right leg below the knee. And I wake up at Brook Army Medical Center, better known as the Center for Intrepid, and my dad looks at me and his first words are, How'd that work out for you? So uh Oh man. Can't <laughs> kind of explain my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he he was great like that. You know, he uh he made you hard. He made you hard. Had he didn't not made me hard, I don't think I would have uh Achieved what I have. So yeah, um, nothing, uh, nothing spectacular in my military, you know, just service and just, uh, I reenlisted, loved every day of it while I'm out of it, while I was in it, I hated every day of it like everybody else, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, builds character.
1: What parts of the world did your uh, service time carry you to?
0: Um, Egypt, Germany, um, and all the, uh, East coast, uh, Lejeune, and West Coast Pendleton, just a uh, simple infantry with uh, six Marines at Lejeune and uh, three, five Marines at Pendleton. And oh, I'm sorry, Okinawa. That's right. I did a pump to Okinawa, Korea, and the Philippines. I did a, a med cruise.
1: Oh, very cool. So how many yeah. years did you serve?
0: I ended up six years. I served six years in the Marine Corps.
1: But did you ever think during that entire time that golf would be a destination for you <laughs> as far as your career? <laughs>
0: I didn't even know what golf was. I mean, I knew it
1: was a sport,
0: but I didn't know how it was played or anything else like that. No, never in my life.
1: Well, let's talk a little bit about PGA Hope. I mean, what? Uh, it, how did you get involved with this terrific program? And if I understand correctly, PGA Hope is kind of designed and introduced uh, to, to veterans with disabilities to enhance their physical and mental and social and their emotional well-beings. Is that correct?
0: Yes, sir. You, you described it well. That's it. An interesting way how I got involved in uh, PJ Hope. So I, uh, after I lost my leg in the Marine Corps, I went to work for the Department of Veterans Affairs. I uh, had various jobs in the VA and, uh, my last job was working in Washington, DC, uh, working for Secretary Sensicki. And I used to run all the adaptive sports for the VA, um, the six national events. And by, by that time I'd gotten into golf, um, I recognize golf, uh, the therapeutic value in it, uh, just how great of a modality it is for for treating veterans, whether it's limb loss, PTSD, um, visually impaired, spinal cord, hemiplegic, anything a veteran is experiencing, golf will help them through their rehab process because as we all know and your listeners know, golf pretty much reflects life as well. Uh, You can't forget about, you know, you got to forget about the bad stuff and move forward. So, when I was with the, uh, with the Department of Veterans Affairs, I was starting a golf program. When it first started, uh, I was working with Scott Kimmick, and it was called Downrange. It um, was originally what we were doing. It was a one-day clinic. Uh, we were setting it up. We were working through that. Um, I left the Department of Veterans Affairs to train for the 2016 Rio Games, uh, Paralympic Games, and uh, powerlifting. I made the national team. Uh, one Nationals and was qualifying for Worlds, and I blew my shoulder out. So I reached out to Scott Kimmich, and I said, yo, what, you know, where are we at with this? And he says, it's funny, you should call. Why don't you come work with me, and let's get this thing, you know, let's blow it up the way it should be. But what I was able to do uh, when I was talking to Scott Kimmich is, I'd been out of the VA probably about three months when I blew my shoulder out, when I left to train full time. I still had the ability and still knew enough people where I was able to get the Memorandum of Understanding written um, by the Department of Veterans Affairs, signed by the secretary, and also signed by Pete Vilaqua at that time. And what that is is a Memorandum of Understanding and it recognizes PGA HOPE as a value therapeutic intervention for veterans recovering from disabilities and it's a safe environment for them. So what that another way of breaking that down is the VA recognizes that veterans can come to our clinic. They're going to be trained by PGA professionals who have been specifically trained in veteran culture, understanding different disabilities and understanding, you know, when you teach the game of golf, you just can't walk. It's it's a hands-on teaching game. Um, You know, so if you're walking, you know, trying to get a veteran to rotate a little bit more and you walk up and you grab his shoulders, and try to show him how to rotate. If he's suffering from PTSD, or you know, I just may not be having a bad day, uh, you know, maybe another use for a three iron. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, we try to we try, try to explain military culture, try to explain to the pros that I'm gonna be working with the veterans about accountability, holding the veterans accountable. So we develop a memorandum of understanding. Um, I was able to get that signed and how that works on the VA side. So if you're a rec therapist, social worker, anybody in the Department of Veterans Affairs, you can tell a veteran, hey, I heard about this program called PGA Hope. It's about golf, it's free lessons, and I really think you would benefit from it. That therapist or that VA employee does not have to worry about any repercussions, getting approval from anybody or anything else recommending that. And then why the MOU is important is there's a million people out there doing great things for veterans, a million people. So. I like to use Carl's kayaking. Carl's kayaking may be doing great program and everything else, but how do we know that those people are specifically trained? How do we know they have insurance and all these different things? So, as a therapist, if you were to recommend somebody to a program like that as part of their, their recovery or part of their therapy, and something's to happen to that veteran, you're now gonna be liable. Mm-hmm. You should and so so it's just an ongoing thing. The VA is constantly, constantly getting flooded with people doing different things for veterans and trying to get veterans to attend. And if a therapist recommends them and it hasn't been, doesn't have an MOU or isn't connected with the VA, they can get jammed up pretty good. So that's, that's allowed us to move our program forward above other programs.
1: Yeah. It just seems to make it a lot more seamless. Correct. Correct. And, you know, we got a great
0: partnership with the VA. Uh, Some VA's bus. Uh, they're inpatients to the HOPE program. I know they do that in the MET section. I know, they I believe they do it down in Florida in the Tampa area as well. So that connection with the VA has really, really allowed us to propel what we are doing with golf as a therapy right years ahead of other programs.
1: Well, listen, as a PGA professional myself, uh, I'm absolutely honored to to be affiliated with a program such as this. I think it's absolutely outstanding what you guys are doing. And again, my heart just absolutely beams with happiness to know that PGA professionals like myself can be a part of something like this and make a difference in their life, a positive difference in their life. Talk to me about how it does that for a for a disabled veteran. Sure. How does this program make their life better? Sure.
0: So how, how we do this is we have a six- to eight-week curriculum, depending on how much most of them are down to six weeks now, where we start with the veteran with the grip and take them all the way to the eighth six week or the end of the program where they're going to go play around the golf. So during that round of golf, let's go out and say veteran goes out and plays around the golf plays 18 holes shoots 110. So when you're above the golf ball, what's the one thing you need to be thinking about
1: the shot itself.
0: Correct. So what we're trying to do is get veterans to think about that and not think about the trauma they've experienced, the trauma they're dealing with now, just trying to get back into everyday life, all those different, struggles that that veteran's having we're trying to get them to focus on striking that golf ball so when they go out and shoot 118 we call that a moment in time so that's 118 moments in time in that veteran's day that they're not thinking about all the stuff that they're thinking about throughout the rest of the day and as you know the more you play golf you start developing routines such as pre-shot routines and all these other things so we're trying to get the veteran to use golf to focus on the game of golf and not the other traumas that they're experiencing and witnessing, but also it then leads to other things. It then leads to them being paired up maybe with somebody that they don't know um, and getting them out of the house, uh, being patient if they're behind a slow foursome. All those different things that this great game does is helping the veteran in the recovery process without the veteran even knowing
1: it. That's, that's awesome. And also you sprinkle sprinkling in some visualization. I talk, uh, I talk to a lot of yeah. my students about visualizing your golf shot. Right. Seeing that shot in your mind that you're wanting to hit, you combine that with your pre-shot routine, you combine that with the actual shot itself. And when they're in that visualization process before the shot happens, that's even more time spent away from whatever it is they're needing to get away from mentally.
0: Exactly. And it's just, you know, and, and then it goes into life itself. You know, um, I played, uh, a lot of hockey. I played on the USA amputee national team. Um, Did a lot of traveling to different countries with that as well. And, you know, that was a rough sport. That's a very, very, you know, it's a a violent sport. We played stand up hockey. We played international um, ice hockey federation rules. I've been a power lifter. All those sports require to be successful, you know, do require anger. And that's what I love about the game of golf. I'm now in a game that the worst thing I can do is be angry. The very worst thing. As you know, if you're angry when you swing that club, you're not going to have good results. So that's why this game is so phenomenal for veterans in that rehab process. And It's just, you know, the, the experiences and, and the things it's doing for veterans it is just remarkable.
1: Well, since the time the program began, how much have you seen it grow since that time? And when did that start?
0: 2016. I can remember me and Scott Kimmick and I used to submit um, – Reimbursements on a spreadsheet, and uh, now there's a staff of I believe three that are doing it. Um, I believe when I first started, we had you know we grew it to twenty something programs. We were really excited. Now there's over a hundred programs. Uh, we're in every section but Iowa, and all but uh, four states: North Dakota, Oregon, Alaska, and one other. And it's just I mean it, it, it's, and that's how I know the program is so good is that it's just grown so quickly. Um, and and, it, and I tell people all the time, it doesn't grow without the PGA professions. You know, it, it's, it's just so phenomenal to hear the stories from the pros who have participated in the program are like, where was this earlier in my career? This is the best thing I've done in my career. And it's just, it, it's just, it's so infectious across the board.
1: Yeah, I can, I can absolutely see that. Did you come to the Carolinas um, section meetings? Was it? Yes. Yeah, 2017, 18, somewhere in that time frame? Yep, sure did. Yep. Okay, I was there at that meeting and I remember just after you spoke, standing up, giving a standing ovation and I can remember going back to my room later that evening and thinking about how amazing it would be to be a part of that program and knowing that you're making such a, positive difference in their lives and it just absolutely filled my heart with happiness knowing that and I remember that speech because you gave a great speech and Thanks. I remember thinking wow this is something this is something that not a lot of sports are doing and again honored to be a part of that.
0: No it, it, you know I, no, I, I appreciate that and I, I remember the Carolinas that was the biggest section at the time that's how I started to learn about PJ and the sections and everything but what I tell people all the time is you know, P.J. of America doesn't have to do this. P.J. of America, there's nothing in the Constitution, nothing, there's no laws or anything else that says P.J. of America has to develop a program to help veterans. And P.J. of America and its membership has leaned in so much on this. It, it's That's the way it's successful. I mean, the veterans are out there, but it doesn't happen without the pros. And it's just amazing to see the pros lean in and just, you know, and I think of just to see them give back. It's just it, you know is amazing. It doesn't happen without the pros. RPG,
1: yeah, and, and just the reward you get as a PGA professional doing it, and that in itself is payment enough. You know what I mean? I mean just to know yeah. that you're you're doing something to bring someone happiness and and relief from whatever pain, whether uh, it be mean, mental or physical, that they've suffered. Yeah, you know
0: it's it's interesting to see the program grow as much as it has and just watch it just be I mean it just sit back and, just, and I'm able to just sit back and just see the growth and just see everybody lean in and it's, it's phenomenal. Because like you said back in you know 16 and 17 I was traveling all around the country going to sections meeting talking about it, explaining what, what this program hope is and now everybody's aboard so it's it's awesome.
1: Well, can you share some success stories that you may have heard of over the years where someone's come into the program and, and how it's helped them?
0: Yeah, I, this is my this is my favorite story. A veteran out of the Texas, I can't remember, I believe it's the North Texas section. His name's Randy Shack. Randy Shack is a spinal cord injury. uses a wheelchair, was injured in Iraq, struggling a lot in life. His wife says, hey, look, I saw, saw this commercial for this program called hope it's about golf i know you used to like golf i think you need to go and i want you to go so randy gets in his car loads his chair in drives to the program sits in the parking lot the first week doesn't even go in second week does the same thing what comes home says how's the program "Ah, it's good it's good third week decides to get out randy gets out and just falls in love with it on graduation on the last day when the program's complete, we, we they play around the golf, and I actually got to go the graduation to speak. And Randy's playing from a soul rider, and they play a scramble, and they're on the ninth hole, it was the finishing hole, and they had a, probably a good 40 to 50 double breaker putt. Randy's the last to go, everybody else in his team goes. Randy. Hits that putt, and the ball rolls perfectly in, and people just went nuts. But somebody actually captured it on camera, on uh, and had a video of it. It made ESPN's top five plays of the day. Oh, nice! Randy Shack now has a truck with a trailer that he puts his solar rider in and drives all around the country playing golf, and just an absolutely loves the game, and is just such a phenomenal ambassador for the game. And just – it's just – you know, that that's a le- – you can't put a price on something like that.
1: I no, don't think you you can. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. I'll tell you a downside of the
0: program. So <laughs> I've heard this from a couple of veterans. So what happens is – so now that veterans are participating in Hope, they're going out and playing golf and, and doing all these things around the game of golf, they're now now having to do things with their wives that they may not have been able to – we didn't have to do before, you know, now that you can't tell the wife, you know, I really don't feel like going to the flea market because I really don't want to be around people. And they said to her, well, you just went and played golf yesterday and you told me about the two strangers you got paired with. So you're going to the flea market. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so yeah, you know, it's interesting to hear the different stories, but yeah, it's, it's great stuff.
1: Did you tell a story at the meetings about a, a veteran who had actually considered suicide before yes. doing the program. Yes. yes, talk to me about uh, talk gen- to me about that story. I remember hearing that and was just absolutely moved by this
0: gentleman in Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh program, I believe it was, was sitting at home, really in the dark, literally in the dark. Had you know, had his gun. You know, was I, don't, I can't remember if it was gun or not, but it was actually getting ready to end things. And a Hope commercial came up. And he got involved, and I ran into him about less than a year later, and he actually came up to me and said, had it not been seeing you on TV and me participating in this program, I wouldn't be here today. Wow. You know, and to me, and I've always wondered why, you know, I'm not, not trying to make this about me, but this is what fuels my passion for, is I always wondered why I survived being shot and I bled out um, have my last rites read to me and, and all those different things. And I, you know, I wake up every day and like, you know, what, why did I survive and why, why am I here? So when I hear stories like that, it just is like, okay, may, maybe this is the why. And at least I hope it is. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it does, it, it does, it does change and save lives. Like we say.
1: Well, listen, hearing stories like this really puts things in perspective for all of us, you know, that bad shot, really isn't that bad of a shot in the grand scheme of things. Slow play out there. Hey, they're really <laughs> getting a big deal considering what some of these people are having to go through and have gone through. And, and uh yeah, it just really puts things in perspective.
0: Yeah, it, it really does. And, and I think that – I don't think enough credit's given to the PJ professionals, though, uh, about this. Um Just, you know, the, the time that they give, I constantly hear stories that, like, veterans will call me and be like hey you know this pro stayed after class and spent 20 minutes with me helping me with chipping you know i'd like to do something for him is there something i could do and i, I explained to the veterans that they're getting just as much out of it as you are and i and you know just this doesn't happen without the pga pros and i i think that's really really not promoted enough and we don't talk about it enough that that these PGA professionals are taking time. That I mean, you guys do get paid a good amount of money to, to, to give lessons, and you're, you're, you're giving it back to these veterans. And you're also, I mean, we have stories where pros that come to a class that's not even at their club will talk to veterans and say, Hey, no, it's slow on Tuesdays. Come out after three, and you can go out and play as much as you get. And all these different things, it's just, you know, it's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Talk to me about uh, Veterans Day of Hope. What is that all about? Okay,
0: so national, we call it the National Day of Hope. Um, the two major holidays around okay. veterans are Memorial Day, and Memorial Day recognizes those and those families who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Um, they died in combat and died in service to our country. Veterans Day recognizes veterans and celebrates their service. So we're using that as a National Day of Hope. Uh, Just as Foles uses Memorial Day, we're using Veterans Day as a National Day of Hope to highlight the Hope program and highlight the success success stories of these veterans and the PGA professionals. We try to do various outings. We try to get uh, a lot of promotion out, um, various channels, social media, national television, using that to highlight what we
1: do. So for someone who may be listening, uh, they may be a veteran themselves. Maybe they know a veteran. How can they get involved in this program?
0: There are a couple different ways. They can go on pgareach.org. Uh, they can reach out to me on social media, on Twitter, under Action NOAC. Um, I think PGA Hope Now does have an Instagram page. Um, you know, it just you, – you'll find this, but pgareach.org is the best way or reach out to me and I'll I'll, I'll lock them on the program or figure out a way of the closest one. If they reach out to me through Twitter, through X and I'll ask.
1: And I'll put a link to that website in the show notes. If you're listening, go to the show notes here, of the podcast, and you'll see a link there to pgareach.org. Chris, before I let you go, tell me about where you want to see this go. You've seen the growth from the very beginning. What about the future of PGA Hope? Do you have any ideas, any aspirations as to where you'd like to see this go in the future?
0: Um, I, I, we're almost there. I'd like to see us continue to, to, to grow the, grow the game, um, using golf, using hope as an int- introductory to golf, using hope at, at, as a therapy. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to work myself out of a job and I'm almost there. And what I mean by that <laughs> is, uh, we do a, um, a, a, what we call a congressional golf and wellness program. And what I did is I created a program where we bring veterans to congressional for five days. The first half, I'm sorry, four days. The first half of the day was spent doing wellness. We teach them about public speaking, uh, social media, group counseling, recognizing different triggers, um, different things like that to help, help the veteran cope with what they're dealing with, but also help them facilitate and be able to tell their story. So that when the purpose of that is then we call, then the second half of the day is they go out and they play around the golf or they do some golf lessons. The day is split and that all leads up to Monday and then Monday we pair the veteran with sponsors who help support the program, who pay to play congressional. And we have them practice all the different skill sets that we taught them through the week on Monday. And then they go back to the section and are now a HOPE ambassador and they do at the section what I do nationally. So we've put in two classes through, we got 40 veterans through and I think we have touched about 30 sections. So hopefully we get the last 10 sections this year and that hopefully that we then have all of our sections that have a HOPE ambassador and continue to grow that program so that then the sections have their own veteran that they then can use to represent them and promote the game. So I feel like once that's done, I think that's, you know, I, I like leaving the competition and the league play and all that stuff up to the sections because each section's different. Each veteran is different when they get back. They may not have time for league play, but use the game of golf to get back with their family. So, you know, just trying to stay focused on the roots of the hope program, get these ambassadors training, and get them out there and then I'll uh, figure out the next chapter in my life. And I think we're getting close.
1: Well, I highly encourage you. If you're listening again, go to PGA And again, that's PGAReach.org. Uh, I've seen a very inspirational video out there that uh, involved Jack Nicholas and yep. uh, highly encourage you to go find that video. Watch it, it can really give you some tremendous stories from two individuals on that video and just give you a better idea, expanding upon what Chris has talked about today. Chris, congratulations, man. This is uh, again, beyond words, uh, how wonderful of a program this is and thank you for all your hard work on not only helping these veterans, but also growing the game of golf and allowing us as PGA professionals to be a part of that. I can't, I can't sit here and thank you enough for that. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you for having me on on your show, and, and this is what helps grow the grow the game as well as grow, as grow hope and impact veteran lives. So I can encourage you to, to, to continue to do this, and hopefully, some of your listeners, if they have podcasts or or have anything else like that, I'd be more than happy to talk. I to get another veteran to talk, whatever they would like. To just get the word out, and it doesn't happen without PJ professionals like you.
1: Absolutely, so glad to help, Chris. Take care. Look forward to talking to you again soon, and look forward to seeing you in person. Somewhere down the road as well and shaking your hand. Thank you so much. Again, thank you so much for having me on. If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure On Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure On Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier more fulfilling life. Pure All Maine is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you, Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure On Maine is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. Congratulations, my friend. You have completed yet another episode of the Go Forth in Golf podcast. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to listen to the podcast and for listening to that great interview that I did with Chris. I hope that that moved you and I hope that it inspired you. And if you, again, if you're interested in helping out with PGA Hope, go out to the website at pgareach.org and learn more about that and how you can get involved with that. Or if you know a veteran that may benefit from this program, please go out there and seek more information on that website. Again, like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, Nick will be on and we'll be talking about shafts and other things going on in the world of golf. So make sure you tune into that episode. You don't want to miss it. And of course, coming down the pipeline, I'll be giving you more swing tips, more mental game tips, and also I'll have more great guests on the podcast. One in particular will be Jordan Crandall, Footjoy representative. We're going to be talking about what's going on with Footjoy, their newest shoes and apparel that's out there on the market right now. Again, that'll be coming down the pipeline here real soon on the podcast. So we'll be on the lookout for that. As always, I ask you to please go out there and tell people you know about the podcast. Give me a five-star rating if you feel like I deserve it on the Apple platform. Again, doing that is just going to get this podcast in front of a lot more eyes and ears, and uh, it's just going to help grow. So thank you so much for your consideration on that. And also feel free to tag me on social media. It's GoForthGolfInstruction on Facebook, GoForthGolf on Twitter, and SGoForth underscore PGA on Instagram. Until the next episode, keep hitting those drives, long and straight, keep hitting those greens in regulation, make more putts, and most of all, have a great time. Never lose sight of that. And remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the
0: Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at goforthgolfinstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.